Hello and welcome to the S Word Live. I am so excited to be here today. Today I'm talking about not one, not two, but three sales strategies that work. <laughs> There's a lot of things to talk about when it comes to finding paying clients for your online consulting services. But whether you're working online or in real life, these three sales strategies will work for you. Say hello as you join. I'm going to get to questions and answers at the end. I am so excited to be here with you today because I am going to share with you some key components that I usually only share with my paying clients. But first, one bonus tip. Now this pro bonus tip is a good one. This one is something that I've said many times to the thousands of sales newbies that I've trained over the past 20 years. In fact, if we haven't met yet, my name is Renee Rebar and I'm a sales consultant and speaker and author of the upcoming book, Sell Like a Mother. So what I always say, this is my pro bonus tip before we dive in, don't make decisions for people. Don't make decisions for people. So many people will look at someone, they'll click on their profile, or they'll see someone, or they'll, they'll see a situation and they'll have a preconceived notion. I used to always tell my salespeople, don't prejudge. Just like I tell my child, it doesn't matter what someone looks like, it has no bearing on what kind of person they are. You absolutely cannot know what someone is like or what the situation ha will have for you unless you ask questions. So you've got to engage and ask questions. Be genuine and remove yourself from the outcome. By all means, the pro bonus tip is don't make decisions for people. <laughs> so excellent. So don't make decisions for people. Um, I just want to say that these three sales strategies are going to blow your mind. Number one, let's dive in. <clears throat> Selling is like a puzzle. And these three sales strategies will help you fit together the pieces. Number one, start authentic conversations. Well, what does that mean? How do you even create them? Well, if you're whether you're going face to face or whether you're online, how do you even get someone's attention? How do you connect? How do you touch the right person in the right way so that it starts a genuine, authentic, natural conversation. Well, it starts with posting something, especially if you're online, um, that encourages the right type of people to engage with that post, whether it's a big, bold fact or a poll or a question or a what this is and why it's important to you live stream. The goal is to put something out there that the people that need you will go, wait, what? <laughs> and they'll stop and engage. And then those people that engage, you want to love them up. People are out in the world and with social media it makes sales so easy. I wish I had had this 20 years ago. People put out things that you can find as common ground. Hey, you just had a baby? Great. I would love to talk about that. My best friend just had a baby. Hey, you just bought a house? Oh my goodness, that's so great. My other good friend has bought another new house. So whatever it may be, even if it's not about business, find common ground to start the conversation. And when you start to the conversation, it doesn't have to be in a public place, whether you're in-person networking your consulting services or whether you're online promoting your consulting services. Instead of you know broadcasting it like this, look at it as the post is public and then the conversation starts and you kind of pull somebody aside. You, you take them to the side, right? 
privately because I don't think anybody likes to answer questions publicly unless they're super confident of their answers. And most people aren't, you know, most people are not that confident in their answers. So allow the space for them privately to answer those questions, to start that genuine conversation. And then invite them to something free. Invite them to a five-minute free sales micro lesson, right? <laughs> so that's step number one. That's starting authentic and real conversations through relationships. Step number two is asking genuine questions. Now, again, you know, I'm talking about problem solving. Sales is a puzzle. So asking questions where you genuinely listen and wait for the answer. You're not asking the question so that you can jump in and show your stuff. No, <laughs> please don't. No one is out there doubting you. They're, if you genuinely start a conversation with someone and you genuinely ask questions without trying to have an angle and needle your way in, open-ended questions in person, whether you're on the phone or in person, allow space for real connection. So start authentic relationships, start genuine conversations. And here's the kicker that I cannot tell you, this is the big leak in so many people's sales processes and they ask me all the time, why aren't I getting any new customers? I've connected with people. Here's the secret, follow up. <laughs> follow up though without expectation, again. Open yourself up to all the possibilities. When I follow up with someone, it's someone that I've connected with somehow, some way, whether we had a coffee chat or they engaged on a post or we met somewhere somehow. When I follow up with them, again, I look for common ground to start a genuine conversation. It doesn't have to be about business to start. A conversation is just a conversation. This might be a person who ends up being a collaborator on a new project with me. It may be someone who sends me referrals. It might end up being someone who asks to work with me, or I might hire them for something or send referrals their way. Or worst case, it's just another person who knows what I do in the world. Hallelujah, thanks. So <clears throat> no fancy CRM required. You don't have to buy this huge software. I literally just put alerts on my phone and sometimes I'll put a, you know, a note in Google Sheets. The bottom line is if you've connected with someone about something, you should not just let that relationship go bye-bye. You never know where it could lead. And the people that you actually connect with, although the internet is big and the world is massive, the people that you actually seriously, like, genuinely connect with each year, is few. I mean, less than 100, maybe 200 at the max. So how hard can it be to put those people on a cycle of reconnection, even if it's just a high hello? Again, social media, my friends. I don't care what you do for a living. Use it. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Hello. Please use it. They're out there. They're posting. They're somewhere. <laughs> so when you do these three steps, and if, you, if you're coming in now, you want to hit the replay so that you can get the bonus tip at the beginning. You want to connect with people genuinely and you want to make it happen. And you want to be ready for that next natural step. What's next? Well, let's talk again or let's meet up for lunch or let's have coffee, right? So I'm going to open up the floor to questions now. Let's see what we've got here. We've got some great questions coming in. Oh, thanks for joining Deb and Annie and Shannon. Hello. Thank you so much. Great tips. Thank you so much. Hey, Britt. 
questions to ask someone to start a conversation or how to ask for a follow-up call. Um, yeah, so exactly. <laughs> so how do you ask for a follow-up call? You've talked on the phone. How do you go in for a follow-up call? Find some common ground. Great question. Thank you, Britt. Go in for a que- go. Go in to look at social media and ask, hey, how's it going? I I thought of you when I saw you post about your trip to the Eiffel Tower. I loved France. Did you take the kids? That's it. So notice something they've done in a positive way. It could be a trip they've taken, an event in their life, uh, a blog post they've written, a new award they've received. Say, hey, I I just saw that pop up on my newsfeed. That's so cool. Congratulations. And then ask a simple, easy to answer question to start the conversation. If you've already connected, the next natural step could be, I'd love, to, I'd love to set up another coffee chat, or we should meet for coffee, if it's in person or online, regardless, right? Whether they live near or far, meet up again. Find common ground, and then ask. Great question, Britt. Let's see, what other questions do we have? Can you share an idea on how to follow up? Like a scenario, what, when potential lead is chatting with you on Messenger? Great question. Okay, so when someone is chatting with you on Messenger, um, I get this question a lot from my clients where, you know, what's the, what's the turning point where you, the flag should go off in your head saying, it's time to move this to a phone call? It's a great question and as an easy marker. If the messages are getting long, <laughs> like, like when the alert comes up that they've messaged you, if it doesn't fit in the little pop-up box, that's the first indicator. The second indicator is if you're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, like five, six, seven, eight times, just be like, my thumbs are tired. <laughs> I talk better than I type. Let's set up a quick chat. I don't even have to name it. Just let's set up a quick chat or let's, let's, let's get together for a quick coffee. Cool? I hope that answers that question. Great question. Because we do get into Messenger, but sometimes we get lost in Messenger. Or we, uh, you know, we start trying to show our stuff and answer too many questions and start coaching in Messenger. When you start coaching in Messenger, you're really just putting like a band-aid on a jugular wound and you're not helping you or them. What they need is a phone call and that phone call needs to be inquisitive and discoverable about where they're at, what support they need and why they need it now. If they do, if they don't need it now, then let's set up a follow-up call for when they think they might. And am I able to help them or should I refer them to, to one of my people? Um, and then, oh, Leslie says, how do you ask for a follow-up call after talking briefly? Yes. Um, okay, so if, they, if you've talked on the phone and you identified them as a potential client and you think they would be awesome, but they were like, mm, I can't make a decision right now, then you say, absolutely. I always agree. I'm never, I'm not. Oh, God. And there's so many sales coaches out there in the world, not just online. This is planetary. I've seen it and heard it for decades where they're like, you got to go hard. Really? That's not, no, no, please don't. No, that's not, I'm not Grant Cardone. I don't even know if he always says that, but I know for sure that if you're being coached by me, it's always agree with them. It is a big decision, especially some of you have thousands and thousands of dollars in big, long-term transformational packages. True transformation takes time. So if they're considering a six-month commitment to you, that's time and money and a lot of of emotional (laughs) transformation, um, it's a big deal. So maybe they need to sleep on it. And so to answer Leslie's question directly, you know what? I appreciate that. It is a big deal. I'm going to send you this email right now. Um, it has a summary of what we talked about and I've been kind of taking notes along the way and let's set up a quick, you know, 15 minute follow up call for tomorrow is the same time work for you. Same way. So if I was on zoom, we'll do zoom again, same time. If we were on the phone, we just do another phone call, same time. If we were on Skype, you get the point. 
So appreciate, respect, agree, ask questions. Is there anything else I can answer? And bring up the questions. It's not only the frequently asked questions, but the should ask questions. You know where your clients in the past have gotten bogged down and concerned before they made that commitment. You can ask them those questions. Is it the time commitment? Is it the results that you're expected? Is there other, are there other things going on in your life? Let's talk about it. Like, let's let it lay it on the table. We're peer to peer. I, I have my expertise in this area. You have your expertise in that area. I can help you in this, in this area, and I'd love to do that, but it's going to take some time, commitment, and an investment. So respect that, and then set up a, another time for them to sleep on it. Um, Britt says, what are some questions I could ask to start the conversation? That's a fantastic question. You know, and I, and I, I said before, and I'll say it again in many other chats, find common ground and ask an easy to answer question. Something that just starts the conversation. You know, like, hey, I noticed you have some beautiful affirmation cards. Those are amazing. How did you come up with them? That would be a question that I would ask you, Britt, because you do have some amazing affirmation cards. Or, hey, that quiz that you created, that's totally awesome. I love taking it. How did you come up with it? It just starts a conversation. I don't know where it's going to go. It may go to the point where one of us hires the other, or maybe just that we're referral partners, and you know what I do, and I know what you do, and then we can tell other people where they should find the best in that area. Excellent. Hello. Hello. Whether you're live or on the replay, come in and say hello. Whether you're hearing this from YouTube or Facebook or just from my email list, come in and say hello. Thank you for the questions today, guys. If you want to know exactly what to post, get my zero to sales in 10 minutes. I'll put it in the, in the message. Have a great day. Happy Wednesday.